This morning we're having breakfast with the saints, and the saints that I am choosing to read about today is Saint Catherine of Siena. She was born in 1347 and she died in 1380, is one of the only two women declared a doctor of the church. A third order Dominican, she was both a mystic and a politician to whom popes listened. And on page 32 in the book titled Breakfast with the Saints, she goes on to say, You, O eternal Trinity, are a deep sea into which the more I enter, the more I find, and the more I find, the more I seek. The soul cannot be satiated in an abyss, for she continually hungers after you, the eternal Trinity, desiring to see you with the light of your light. As the heart desires the springs of living water, so my soul desires to leave the prison of this dark body and see you in truth. O abyss, O eternal Godhead, O sea profound, what more could you give me than yourself? You are the fire that ever burns without being consumed. You consume in your heat all the soul's love. You are the fire which takes away cold. With your light you illuminate me so that I may know all your truth. Clothe me, clothe me with yourself, eternal truth, so that I may run this mortal life with true obedience and with the light of your most holy faith. She's one of the Dominican uh, saints that I'm sharing with you today, and I'm also reading uh, a very good book on her uh, dialogues, St. Catherine of Siena's Dialogues. And from page 48, I'm going to give you some reference, and also I'm going to give you a reference up into page 61. She goes on to say, The true self rises up and looks through gentle mirror of God with the eye of understanding sees her own defects because of the purity she sees in God. You gave us free will to love what our understanding sees and knows of your truth and so share that mercy of your Holy Spirit. You gave us memory to hold your gifts and to share your power. You fell in love with us, so it was love that made you create us and give us being so that we might taste your supreme eternal good. By our sin we hold and had lost the dignity you gave us. The soul is a vessel ready to receive grace and make it grow within her as much as she chooses to fit herself through affection and desire to love and to serve me. Or she can fit herself for evil instead even though she had received the grace of holy baptism. Neither the devil nor any other creature can force you to least sin unless you want it. How wretched you would be to wallow in the mud of an animal. Ignoring the great gift I gave you, they will be very severely punished. They violated the obedience I gave them and became my enemies, but with humility, I destroyed their pride. False Christians fare worse than the pagans. The fire of divine justice tormented them, burning without consuming, and in their torment they fell themselves being eaten by the worm of their conscience, which eats away without eating up, for the damned for all their torment cannot cease to exist. They beg for death but cannot have it. By their sin they can lose the life of grace but not their very being bring them 
your sweat, your tears, and other servants. Draw them from the fountain of my divine love and use them to wash the face of my bride. <clears throat> I promise her beauty will be restored, not by the sword, war, violence, but through peace, constant, and humble prayers. Sweat, tears poured out by my servants with eager desire. God showed Catherine what love he created in us and found a way to fire up an even greater love and sorrow in that soul. I created them with burning love, gave them grace without freely, without number. Although I owed them nothing, she my daughter, they strike me back with every sort of sin, but most of all with their wretched, hateful, selfish, a breeding ground of all evil, this selfish love poisons the whole world. I tell you, my wrath will be softened by the tears of my servants. In spite of them, I will be merciful to them because of my servants. I will grant what you have asked of me with sure love and sorrow. This soul remembers well what truth had taught her, that she should always know herself and God's goodness at work in her. Medicine, he will to heal the whole world and soothe his wrath and divine justice was humble, constant, holy prayer. Catherine gazed into the divine charity and there saw and tasted how bound we are to love to seek the glory of God's name through the salvation of souls. In Catherine's third petition, coming from her hunger for her father's good, God said that he chose to please me by truth and hunger concern for souls suffer willingly with true patience he and you and other servants will seek my will in honor and truth and rest in the breast of my only begotten son and finally in page 61 if you do not produce the fruit of good and holy deeds Catherine reminds us you will be cut off from the vine and you will dry up those cut off will lose the life of grace thrown into eternal fire just as a branch that fails to bear fruit is cut off the vine through and into the fire since it is good for nothing else. Those that are cut off because of their offenses, they die guilty in their sin, are thrown into the fire that lasts forever, for they are good for nothing else. Such people did not till their soil. In fact, they destroyed their vineyards. They failed to set out good plants of virtue, dug out the seed of grace, received by the light of baptism, drunk the blood of my son, wine poured out for you, this true vine. They dug out the seeds and fed them to wild beasts to their countless sins. They trampled underfoot in their disordered will, offered me, brought harm to neighbor and to self. Page 62. True workers till the soil well, uprooting every selfish love, cultivating the soil of their love in me. They feed and they tend the growth of the seed of grace that they received in holy baptism. They till their own vineyard and their neighbors, for they cannot do one without the other. Every evil, every good is done by means of your neighbors. So Catherine of Siena is sharing with us, I believe, the wisdom that we need to be hearing in this century. She is telling us 
that our Lord gave us our memory to hold his gifts and to share his power. And we should not take that gift uh, that he's given us for granted. We should take our memory and do something for the greater glory of God while we're still alive to leave a legacy. And I love the part on page 63 when she talked about, I promise her beauty will be restored. So from sin after sin after sin, whether it's a woman or a man, the sinfulness becomes visual on the face of the individual. And Catherine is telling us that God explained that when they humble themselves and they go to confession to receive um, the forgiveness of their sins, their beauty is restored in their face. And then on page 57, this soul remembered well that truth had taught her that she should always know herself and God's goodness at work in her. Every day that we live, we should never take for granted that everything that's happening that is good is not because of us. It is because of God blessing us. It is he who's doing these great and wonderful gifts. And lastly, on page 61 and 62, if you do not produce the fruit of good and holy deeds, you'll be cut off from the vine and you will dry up. We have this opportunity, my brothers and sisters, to take more seriously the gift of our life, the gift of our soul, and the gift of serving Christ now, this moment, this second, this hour, today. Don't waste it because you may not have tomorrow. And on page 62, the true workers till the soil's well, uprooting every selfish love, cultivating the soil of their love in God. I believe that we are living in a very selfish society, and, and I think it's because we have too much. I think if we didn't have everything that we have, people would be humble again. It would force them to be humbled. Um, but I don't see that happening. I see power um, of the people uh, going to their heads instead of blessing uh, the world in goodness and human humanity with humility. We are taking the wrong road, my brothers and sisters. We need to get back on track and not take detours, but go directly to God in helping and serving his nation. So I hope you enjoyed this beautiful talk on St. Catherine of Siena, her dialogues. I hope there was some fruit here for you to reflect upon and to uh, maybe go a little deeper on your own to find out if any of this uh, can be applied to your life and um, taken more seriously. I think people uh, sometimes are born and they live and they go through this life not realizing their true purpose. And the only way that we find this true purpose is by having a true relationship with God. And when we have a true relationship with God, we can have a true relationship with everyone else. And until we all go to Jesus on our knees and go into that relationship, uh, we're kidding ourselves, my brothers and sisters. And the Holy can see through that. God can see through that, and you're wasting your time in theirs. So let's start today, a new day. Let's make it fresh and lovely and beautiful in God. Amen.